Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to look at the third tool in managing emotional eating, mindful eating, and how it can help. Welcome back to The Daily Dollop podcast team. We are stuck into the fourth episode in a series on emotional eating, and I hope that you are enjoying it. And I hope more than anything that you are taking action and doing the tools that we've been chatting about. This episode is all about tool number three, which is mindful eating. And so, look, this one is about being present. So, you know, there's this idea of just of thriving in our lives as a part from just, you know, surviving in our own experiences. And I can certainly relate to the feeling and particularly recently, you know, with taking a break from the daily dollop and, you know, even more broadly than that, the last two, three months in particular, I have not been thriving. I've been surviving, you know, just hanging on by the skin of my teeth, like very reactive in my life, just like ah, getting through each each and every day like chaotically. And it's not how I like to live long term and uh, it's certainly not something that I want to um, happen frequently, but it, it is – it just – I don't know. I don't know. Is this a byproduct of our humanity? But the idea of of thriving as opposed to just surviving is something that I feel really passionate about, and and certainly something that I, I I want people to feel when it comes to their their food. And and my vision, as I've shared before, is to set people free from food stress and to teach them how to eat well for the rest of their lives. Because really. I just I want you to use healthy eating as a tool to help you do life well, and then I just want you to move on with your life and and do what makes makes you happy, um, rather than food just being the be all and end all. And so this tool is all about thriving in your experiences and being and being present. And so one of the things that's really interesting is that studies show that people who do other things while they're eating weigh 18% more than people who just eat alone. So this idea that when we're not fully present when we're eating is that we're probably more likely, particularly because we're in a food environment where we're surrounded by lots of food and very high energy food, is that when we're not paying attention, we're more likely to be overeating. And because, you know, emotional eating is defined as the tendency to overeat to emotional cues, it's it's only natural that mindful eating is, you know, is one tool to help set you up for success for managing um, emotional eating. So, you know, sometimes emotional eating is a habit or behavior that just comes from being on autopilot and we're not, you know, fully present and making choices day to day. But also, you know, more broadly, not only 
is mindfulness important for your food choices and listening to your body and, you know, enjoying your food, etc. But it's also a part of accepting and managing your emotions because being aware and mindful of, of them is also part of, of managing them. And the thought and reflective journal is a big part of that. But I just wanted to mention some research around mindfulness interventions for emotional eating, which comes from the study that there's a link to in the show notes, which is the review study that I mentioned in the first episode in this series. So basically mindfulness is a technique that has been employed to target weight loss for emotional eaters. And it's defined as the act of paying attention to the present moment purposely and non-judgmentally. I think this is a really important thing to emphasize the fact that you're being purposeful about it, but you're also being non-judgmental. It is not very nice to be aware of something and then judge yourself for it immediately afterwards. That will be counterproductive. You will not want to repeat that behavior because the consequence is that you feel crap about yourself because of the judgment. So mindfulness has to be conducted without judgment. This is really, really important. And so this mindfulness includes attending to internal experiences such as emotions, not just with your eating, but certainly applying mindfulness to the act of eating is really, really important as well. So learning to non-judgmentally focus your awareness on your emotions as well as your food choices can help emotional eaters, you know, come to tolerate and accept their internal experiences, so their negative emotions, rather than being like, oh, feeling desperate or compelled to um, get rid of them by eating or to act on them by eating, and to also help them make a conscious choice about food and, and what they want to eat. And so there is some really good science and studies that shows that um, – that mindfulness-based interventions can actually be really effective in reducing eating behaviours associated with weight gain, such as binge eating, external eating and emotional eating. And so in a 2014 literature review, 63% of the studies reviewed in that were found to reduce emotional eating. And these were all studies that use mindfulness-based interventions. So that's really cool as well. So what I want to do in this episode is is just take you through um, a mindfulness exercise with eating called a mindful bite. So it's a mindful eating meditation. And so you can pause this episode now because I want you to go and find yourself a little bit of chocolate. Or if you don't like chocolate, because those people do exist, um, a sultana or something really sweet and delicious, a biscuit, something it needs to be super yummy, right? Potato chip, it could be savory, an arnott's shape, cheese, whatever you like. So once you're ready and you've got your food, I want you to use all of your senses. I'm going to take you through this meditation and I want you to follow along with the meditation and, um, and eat your food while you do it. So as I take you through a mindful bite, I want you to practice using all your five senses to draw yourself into the present when you are eating a meal or the little piece of food that you've got in front of you now. So start with picking up that small piece of food. It just needs to be one piece or a small spoonful, a slice of fruit, potato chip, square of chocolate, etc. right? Like we've chatted about. 
Firstly, I want you to use your sense of sight. Look at the food and observe it. Examine the shape, the colour and the texture. What do you see? What shape is it? What's its colour? What different colours can you see? How would you describe its texture? Next, I want you to use your sense of smell. Bring the food to your nose and smell it. What scent or aromas can you pick up? What kind of feelings or memories do those smells invoke in you? Next, I want you to use your sense of taste. Take a small bite and place the food on your tongue. Notice how your salivary glands respond and your mouth fills with saliva. Does the flavor of the food fill your mouth? How would you describe the flavor to someone who's never tried this food before? Now I want you to begin to chew. Pay close attention to the sounds in your mouth, the crunch of the food or the slosh of your saliva and the texture of the food on your tongue. Notice how the texture of the food changes as you chew it. Now swallow. Pay attention to the feeling of the food traveling down your throat and disappearing into your stomach. Now, as you finish swallowing the food, rate the amount of satisfaction or pleasure you have just obtained from that mouthful. I want you to now eat the food again and compare it to the previous bite. Are you still getting high levels of satisfaction? Or is it starting to dwindle? Finally, check in with your hunger levels. How hungry are you? Do you need another bite? And then repeat this process over again for your next bite. So now that you've finished this process, and I hope you did take yourself through that little meditation and and ate something super delicious, How was your experience of that? My experience and certainly the experience of clients who have taken through that exercise is that they don't want to keep eating the chocolate because it's so rich. When they fully engage in the process of experiencing the real sensory overload that chocolate provides because it is pleasurable experience is that they actually – feel satisfied by that and they don't want to keep eating. And I've had half-eaten Freddo frogs like chucked in the bin. Now, if you wolf down a Freddo frog hardly paying attention at all, you will want to keep eating more and more because you want to keep experiencing the flavor because you haven't stopped to really savor it. So mindful eating is really about giving yourself permission to have the yummy food. There are no rules. But super enjoying yourself, engaging yourself in the present moment, really enjoying and savoring that food and then considering whether you want to eat more or not and genuinely making a choice about that. At the end of the day, it's actually not about whether you, you, know, you eat the chocolate or not. It's about making a choice to. And because emotional eaters feel this internal this inhibition, so this ability to not stop, giving you the feeling of control again and and feeling in control again is what the emotional eater craves, is feeling in control. But we often approach our emotional eating by just making a rule like no more chocolate, I'm not allowed to eat it. 
But that is inferior and you will rebel against that rule hardcore. Allow yourself to eat the chocolate, but put yourself back in the driver's seat. Allow your body to experience, be present, be mindful, and then genuinely make a choice. So your goal today, if you haven't already done this exercise, is to go back through this podcast episode with a piece of chocolate or some fruit or a potato chip, whatever it is, and do the mindful bite meditation. Check in with me on socials. Let me know how you go. Otherwise, have a fabulous day team and we'll see you for the final episode in the series next time. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.